When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, Mark. Hi, Liz. I just got back from New York City. I know. How was it? Oh, my God. First of all, we walked over, well, I know for a fact, we walked over nine miles each day. Each day? Yes. We saw everything. We were staying in Midtown, and we just became kings and queens of the subway, and we went everywhere. We went to the Brooklyn Bridge. We went to Little Italy. We went to Chinatown. We went to Chelsea. We went to the Meatpacking District. Wow. We went to 9-11. We went to the High Line. We went to Central Park. We did the Museum of Natural History. We took a walking tour in Little Italy and Chinatown about gangsters and speakeasies and ghosts. Oh, wow. I mean, we, we, I'm still exhausted. Did you sleep? Well, we stayed in a really nice hotel, and so the beds were very comfortable, and the hotel was extremely nice. But we just got up. Troy, my son that I took, Mm -hmm. he's an early riser. Mm -hmm. So he'd get up and shower, so I'd wake up (laughs) and go get coffee for us, and... It was a lot, and we were both, yeah, mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. tired. I'll bet he loved it. Boy, that's a lot. And how many days, I'm sorry, were you there? We what got there Thursday afternoon, and we left Sunday morning. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. We just, we just did everything. We did everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know, it's so funny. The only thing that we didn't do was go to the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, Troy, I mean, the Brooklyn Bridge is right there. We can walk uh-huh. up it and look. And he's like, no, Mom, I'm so tired. I'll bet. So we called an Uber to take us back to the hotel because uh-huh. we just, we were looking at the subway and we were like, I don't know which one to take. So I'm like, Uber, we'll take an Uber. Mm -hmm. So he's taking us along the outskirts of the city to go Mm -hmm. back to Midtown. And I look over my right shoulder and I can see the Brooklyn Bridge. And I'm like, oh! We're going to be able to see the Statue of Liberty. So I'm like, try, try, turn around. <laughs> there and there go. she was in uh, Biggest Day. So good. I'm like, we saw everything. Yes. No kidding. Yeah. What so was he your, had. Did you have a favorite? The thing that we did? Yeah. Oh, probably the shows. I mean, we went to see Peter Pan Goes Wrong. <laughs> which is a retelling of the, oh, you know, J.J. Abrams produced uh-huh. the play that goes wrong on Broadway. Yes, yes. And it was, it, it, that was so brilliant. So now the same company right. has done Peter Pan Goes Wrong. So you can oh. only imagine the, uh, the, right. the premise of the show. I sure. mean, people who are supposed to be flying ain't flying. Oh, no, that's hilarious. You know, costumes get ripped off. It's oh, so cool. That's great. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and then we saw Goodnight Oscar with Sean Hayes. 
Okay. Uh, from Will and Grace, the yeah, second yeah. night. And that was just, it was great. So, but now, um, wow. well, now we're back. We're that back in the 1930s. I'm hearing oh, about it. God, no, I need to go take a nap. But there you have it. Now we're back with your grandmother. And welcome to My Grandma's Diaries. Okay, so in the last episode, in episode three, the family has moved to Bell, Missouri. Right. Dad is completely out of work, and they need to stay with her grandparents mm-hmm. on her mom's side while Dad is looking around. So at the end of the last episode, we met your grandfather, George Underwood. My great-grandfather. Excuse me, right, your great-grandfather, George Underwood. And this was he was a really cool guy because he started off as a school teacher. He became a farmer. Then he was the sheriff. Then mm-hmm. he was like the county court clerk right. then he's a banker i mean he, he's Appointed a real cool by cat. The governor i think yes yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. and he fought in the civil war right. for the union right. so that was super exciting and then we thought i think at the end of the last episode we said now this time you know when we start we'll meet his wife sarah underwood right and then wah, wah. well <laughs> Just, kind of wah, do wah. you know anything about her Cause she's a mystery she really is. There are, I, there are two pictures of her. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she was this very interesting look. They both were, these Underwoods, just very chiseled features. Mm-hmm. And we don't really know anything other than she was a teacher. Oh, really? As well, yes. Oh, well, that's good to know. I wonder if that's how they met. Who? The, her husband. Oh, she and her oh, husband. maybe, you know, good thinking. Yeah, I don't uh-huh. know. I yeah. Don't know. But they had a lot of kids. So, and Bess was one of them. So we'll have a picture of all of those, but you got to see the photos of the Underwoods. Right. And that will be on the Patreon at our $5 level immediately after this uh, podcast airs. I'm having a lot of fun putting together the galleries. Yeah. How's it going? I mean, it's great, but any little picture I find or a newspaper article that I can download. I mean, I just want to kind of, the coolest thing about following us on TikTok at at my grandma's diaries on TikTok is that it's a, a visual experience. Yeah. So you really get to see all the great work that you've done finding mm-hmm. old properties and you really just bring it to life. So mm-hmm. it's hard harder on a podcast, but I know when I listen to podcasts, the first right. thing I do at the first stop sign I come to <laughs> or uh-huh. at the first like break at the treadmill, I Google who these people are because I want a picture in my head. Absolutely. So I think that's super cool. And we'll also have a few of them on our Instagram as well. So you can okay. enjoy people and not have to join the Patreon, but come and join us at the Patreon. We lots have, of we'll, extra we'll lots of stuff. So we couldn't find anything about poor Sarah, right. who disappears into history because she's Mrs. Somebody. Right. So I just looked up kind of fun facts about Bell, Missouri and yeah. figuring out where they're going. So Bell, Missouri mm-hmm. is located in Marie's County in the central part of the state, and it was originally inhabited by Native American tribes, including the Osage or the yes. Osage. Is that I how you say it? I think it's Osage. But okay, we're going to go with Osage, and they'll tell Let's us get, if we're wrong we'll in the We'll find out. But the town of Bell was founded in the late 19th century, around the time of the construction of the Missouri Pacific Railroad. Yeah. And the town was named after Bell Henderson, the daughter of a local merchant. Huh. Isn't that cute? Aww. Now, in like the ni- Wendy's. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see her in her little pigtails, too. During World War II... Bell was home to a prisoner of war camp that held Ooh. German and Italian prisoners. Wow. The camp was located just on the outskirts of town and was closed after the war. Well, I would hope so. Wow. But yeah, that's interesting. That's totally interesting. Mm-hmm. Bell, Missouri internment camp. I know. I know. So that's just a little history of Bell. Because, you know, I tried to call the Bell Library to yeah. see if there was a local historian, but, you know, uh-huh. the number is disconnected. So, uh, <laughs> Bell. So it's so sad. Oh. So, I mean... 
Well, I really would love to find a local historian from this part of the world yeah. to interview for one of our bonus episodes. Totally. Um, because I'd love to know more. Absolutely. But here's what's funny. So I go on the like, Google machine and I'm looking for pictures of Belle for the Patreon and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And when I Google Belle, you know what the first images I got on Google were? What? Our TikToks. Ah, yeah, really? <laughs> just they, for Bell, Missouri? Yeah, got you there. Yeah. Like three wow. or four of our TikToks are the first thing that I show up. It. Not much. And then this caught my eye. <laughs> there was a little newspaper article, like a little uh, excerpt from the social section. Okay. And it said, a group of fishermen went out to the Cascade River in Bell this Saturday afternoon and succeeded in catching a 55-pound catfish on a trout line Saturday night. They also caught a couple of small fish. Included in the fishing party were George. George Shockley and family. Okay. Huh. And the only reason this stood out to me yeah. is because, you know, I look up all these people in the diary uh-huh. and I had already looked up someone that we are going to soon meet. Okay. And he married George Shockley's uh. daughter. <laughs> so when I saw the name, I'm like, George? Wait. And it's Nancy's dad. But wow. we'll find out. We'll meet Miss Nancy okay. later in the diary. How there was also a murder in Bell. Shut up. What well, was it? I put some B-roll over some video that I did on TikTok and somebody chimed. It was... It was a stream. Uh Elizabeth wrote about being in a stream in Bell. Okay. So I found a stream, I think the stream, in Uh Bell behind the downtown area. And I put B-roll in there, and one of our commenters, viewers, said there was a murder there. (gasps) Like recently or back then? No, 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 like recently. (gasps) Um, Yeah, more more than that. But I'll, I'll... have to look this up to confirm it before it's on our podcast. I hope you can hear that. So don't put that in there if it's not true. But a a, com- a commenter, and I seem to remember looking it up and going, oh, 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 a murder in Bell. But yeah, I don't remember the details. But yes, but there was fine. a murder in Bell. And oh. it was right there oh. on the creek. Oh, that's too cool. Yeah. See, that's what we but love about our listeners. Check. Yes, exactly. Oh, we don't have to double check. Well, they'll, like I said, they'll tell us in the they'll comments. They'll tell us. And then we'll bring it up in a future podcast. There's so much information coming in. I know. It's the truth. And it's like you had mentioned before, because I've read these diaries, but I'm not quite done. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going back and creating the podcast. I'm in 1931. I'm in 1940. (laughs) I'm in 1931. Oh, my God. I'll bet. It's kind of, it's hard to keep it all straight. But it's so worth it because it's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So Elizabeth and her family, before they went to Bell, they stopped off in Step Rock and Searcy and visited the other side of the Correct. family. And they get to Bell on November 17th and they get right down to business. Right. November 18th, 1931. Started to school this morning. Lucille Parker and Mabel Rogers came by and took me. I met Alice Griffith. She's a sophomore. I like the school pretty well. Have to take geography instead of Latin. Came home from school and went down to Mrs. Fonville's. Frances was down there with Velma and her friend, Alberta Wayman. We talked. Daddy and Leon went back to Judsonia over old times. There you go. They were They were just there. (laughs) Right. And she starts school. Day one. Yeah, they immediately put her in school. But I think it's interesting that her dad and Leon went right back to Judsonia where they just came from. Right. I guess because he's out of work and they have some time. Yeah, they probably, there was the Black Cat Cafe there. You know, they probably hung out there. Now, uh, have we mentioned yet that Leon was a special needs child? No, I don't. 
I don't I know don't if we know brought if that we up have. in the TikTok. Um, we I, we don't know. Probably it's on the spectrum somewhere. Somehow. And I think it's interesting. We'll find him anytime dad is even off looking for a job or if dad is doing something. Leon uh-huh. is always with, with his dad? daddy. And you see that through huh. the rest of the diary, too, cool. even in the 1940s. Really? It's always dad and Leon. So they I were, love that. I do, too. They were super close. I think he was a hard worker, Leon. He Well, he must have been. Because, uh-huh. gosh, uh, your great-grandfather was. I mean, he's always looking for work. He's always trying right. to do something. Right. And he's taking his son with him, which is cool. We have a new cool. picture of Leon, by the way. Hey, we do? Yeah. All right. It'll be up on the yeah. Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. Right. Uh, this is your first time listening to the podcast. Go back and listen to the first couple of episodes so you're not lost. But uh, we yeah. did find a long lost relative of Mark's who has pictures and letters and Bibles and all kinds of fun things that she's sharing with us. Uh, just a slow burn. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like every once in a while, like, oh, here's a picture. And oh, look, I found this letter. And we're just freaking out. Right. But anyway, you, you all will be learning this with us in real time, which is um, kind of cool. cool. But I love for the podcast to try to find all the characters in Elizabeth's life. And I have found the ladies from this entry. I could not find... Lucille, okay, which I thought would be kind of easy to find because I have a first Parker. and last name. We I don't always get the luxury of a first and last name. Does she say that? She says the first and last names, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Not all the time, but, uh, the, but when this she must first have been meets new people, friends, right? Well, she, this is her first day at the new school, sure. so she's describing yeah her okay. friends. So can't find I Lucille Parker. But here's what I have learned about ancestry. Yeah. Even if you find like even if I had found Lucille Parker, there might be one or two mm-hmm. documents. I need to find her married name because in this day and age, if you got mentioned in a newspaper or in a social thing, you were Mrs. George so Underwood. So. so if you find husbands, you mm-hmm. can find a lot of information oh, about women. But if point. you just look for the woman, oh, you rarely can find her. Okay. Isn't that awful? Yes. I hate the world. <laughs> <laughs> so poor Lucille is lost to me until I find her husband. But I'm I'm not going to give up because this is my favorite thing to do. Right. But I did find Mabel Rogers. Yeah. What's up with Mabel? Mabel is born January 12th, 1915. She married a Raymond Garwer. G-A-R-W-E-R. It's or Garwer. Uh-huh. <laughs> in May of 1935. And they lived with his mother and a lodger. So they're still taken in. Lodgers, you know, still the depression. Right. She, she gets married. They have to live with his mom. Right. And they have to have a lodger to survive. Okay. Um, they have two daughters. Mabel. And yeah. Mabel lived to be the ripe old age of 78. She dies in 1993. And sadly, I cannot find a picture of Mabel. That's the hardest thing. That is the hardest thing. I know. I know. Again, you can find other things. Like, uh, I think there was a wedding announcement for her daughter. So I have a picture of her daughter. Right. So that's maybe Mabel looked like that. But yeah, no, it's kind of hard. But this was my favorite part. Her obituary uh-huh. said, Said, beloved wife of the late Raymond Gower, dear mother of Lorena K. Clapper and Glenda Ray Sullivan, dear sister of Hanley Rogers, our dear mother-in-law, sister-in-law, grandmother, great-grandmother, aunt, great-aunt, cousin, and friend. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, I mean, she was what a dear. Life. She's dear. She was dear to and them. when you just read that entry, she was 17 years old. No, she was dead. This is her obituary. No, no, no. The entry that not 
the in, the diary entry that you just read oh, about right. them meeting at school. So yes. to think that you read that at 16 she was and then take her all the way forward to 1993 when she died. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the, wild to that's think what, about. That's what I think I want the goal of this podcast yeah. to be is for me to just kind of trace the lines mm-hmm. out of the people who touched Elizabeth's lives. Mm-hmm. I want to go and run through their lives. Cool. And I'll tell you, in an upcoming bonus episode, mm-hmm. I went to – we – in a previous podcast, mm-hmm. talked about a friend of Elizabeth's who got married at a church in New York City. Yes. I went to that church. Yes. And I cannot wait to tell you all about it, but that is for wait. another time because okay. it's such a cool story. Oh my God. I, I, I could have I could have stayed there all day. More pictures coming, I'm sure. Oh gosh, so many pictures. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then cool. I met Velma, um, who is hanging out with Francis down at Miss Fonville's Ms. house. Fonville's. So all I had was a first name, but I did find yeah. Velma. Underwood. Oh. So she's a cousin oh. of the family. And she was born on April 15th in 1912. She will marry a Mr. James Schaffer in 1945. They will have one daughter that I could find. They might have more than that. Uh-huh. But I have her wedding announcement. I think you're going to find this interesting. Oh. Okay. Miss Velma Underwood is bride of J.W. Schaffer. That's the headline. And it reads, Miss Velma Underwood became the bride of James W. Schaffer at the home of her parents, Mr. and Mrs. Herbert Underwood, at 12 noon, Monday, April 9th. Her only attendant was Miss Frances Hartzell of Jefferson City. No. Yeah, so she and Frances stayed friends for a long time. What year was that? Let me see. Let me see. 1945. So she married kind of late for her friends so uh, and so does francis oh because in this uh-huh. thing in 1945 she's still francis hartzell right so she was right what, right, right. what my mother was considered an old maid because sure. she was not you know she still in her late 20s 18. and not married <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah, right yeah, she was 12 <laughs> right. but it goes on the bridal party assembled mm-hmm. before an improvised altar of baskets of white snapdragons lilies and bridal wreath my miss hartzell was attired in a black gabardine suit and her corsage was of yellow rosebuds. Mr. Schaffer is the son of Mr. and Mrs. James Schaffer of Sullivan. He is employed by the Republic Mining and Manufacturing Company of New York Hmm. and has recently returned from an assignment in Venezuela, South America. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So kind of miners. And you know, that's a callback a little bit to the episode where we talked about Herbert Hoover. Yes. Because he and his wife were both geologists and in the mining company and they traveled the whole world and spoke all kinds of languages so how cool and the is that? details of her dress and flower this movie's right in itself i know it's, it's <laughs> the truth it's the truth now velma's parents both die unexpectedly in 1966 and 1969 so she had a couple of years of real sadness where both okay. her parents just kind of dropped dead but she lived to be 96 years old <laughs> and she died in california in 2005 i mean wow. i feel like when i see a date like that I i'm know, like i so just close. missed her i mean of course it's you know 15 years ago or however i can't do math but from her tombstone it looks like she actually went by the name of ruth she was Velma Ruth Underwood. Uh-huh. And what a shame, because Velma's a great name. And with right. the fame of Scooby-Doo, Absolutely. come on, why didn't she stick with Velma? Well, she's not a mind reader about Scooby-Doo. I guess it wasn't not. Out yet. But you would think, Velma. Yes, it's a great name. I, I have agree. a daughter named Daphne. Yes. And she has a cat named Velma. Aw. So, uh, I, know. <laughs> I get it. And then, who else was in this? So many people. Oh, Miss Fonville. Yes, okay. what's up with her? All right, Miss Fonville is a cool chat. Teacher? 
Uh, nope. Uh, oh. Her name is Mary Jane Burton. She will marry a man named Sam Vonville, and they will never have children. Hmm. Now, that's how she's connected to Velma. Mary Jane Fondle was a foster mother Fondle. to a woman named Fondle. What did I say? Fondle. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Miss Fondle was a foster mother to a woman named Eleonora Stanley, and she'll marry Herbert Underwood. And they'll be the parents of Velma. So when we meet Mrs. Fonville, she considers herself Velma's grandmother. And Velma considers her her grandmother. Oh. And this is a family that she created because she couldn't have children of her own. How interesting. So she and her husband actually opened their home to many children throughout their lives. Uh-huh. But um, uh, the, really? un- the Underwoods were the ones that and really stuck stuck around. So Velma was at the home when Miss Fon- when uh, Elizabeth went to Miss Fonville's. Yeah, because she, she was Francis's friend. Okay. Francis' immediate friend, because remember, they've only been in this mm-hmm. town one day. Right. So Francis meets Velma at school. She's like, come on home. Grandma has uh, cookies. I and gotcha. they become best friends, and she ends up in her wedding. Oh. I mean, this is just how life friendships uh, get made. dots. I know. And I have Miss Fonville's wow. obituary. Really? Yes, I do. Mrs. Uh, see, and this is how it goes again. Mrs. S.E. Fonville. Doesn't say her name anywhere yeah. in this obituary. Right. Never calls her Mary Jane. Right. So come on, people. Anyway, uh, Mrs. Yeah. S.E. Fonville, foster mother of Mrs. Herbert Underwood of Owensville, died suddenly in her home at Bell at about 1130 Monday night. Death was caused by a heart ailment. Mr. and Mrs. Fonville had visited at the Underwood home here from Saturday until Monday noon, and on her return home, she had done some shopping and seemed in good health when she retired. Oh, Miss Miss Fonville. So she died in her sleep. Does it say what year that was? I think no, we no. have the year. No, 1943. She died in 1943. Oh, so only... Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ten years after Elizabeth wrote that diary entry. Yes. Right. And she didn't get to go to Velma's wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just missed it. She probably died thinking, oh, Velma, get married. Oh, man. I know. Yeah. So there you have it. But I love how they give you all the details. Totally. I mean, she was doing fine. Then she went home and dropped it. Right. She was shopping. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just how the heart... I mean, well, it's just so sad. It seems like we will we meet so many people in this diary who yeah. die, quote, unexpectedly. Yeah. A lot yeah. of them, though, live a long time, too. I mean, they're living pretty good lives. Yeah. I mean, for that day and age and making it through a Great Depression when your health yeah. and diet was probably horrible. Yeah. yeah. No, I think they're doing pretty well. Right. Who else did we meet? Alberta Wayman. Yeah. No, I couldn't find her. Okay. I have a maybe written next to her name because I think I have found her. Right. But if we do, we'll save it 
for later. Okay. So that's a lot of people we're meeting here that's in Bell. Excellent. We're getting wow. right to it. We're really seeing into Elizabeth's friends. It's amazing. It's pretty cool. Very cool. Thank you, Ancestry, etc. Oh, right. Yes. Sponsor this podcast. Please. <laughs> <laughs> November 19th, 1931. Stayed after school and practiced for a play tomorrow night. Then went to town and got Velma, Francis, and Alberta. November 20th, 1931. Came home and rolled my hair after school, so I had to stay in. Went to school tonight for the play. It was Silas Marner. I played a guest at the party. Went to the pie supper after, but didn't take a pie. Ate with Mabel and Bill Linder. Gussie Terrell brought me home in his car. Ooh, so, I mean, okay, what is this? This is day three, and she's already got, like, a guy interested in her? Are you kidding me? I mean, they're just jumping right in with both feet. They are. I think this is so cool. Wow. So, I've got all these people, too. Let me just find my Yeah, it was November 20th, and that's two days after they moved here. And they didn't know these people, I I would think, before. Oh, no, of course. No. Right. No, I mean, maybe they had gone to visit. Mm Mm-hmm. And pie supper. This isn't. Yeah. Is this the first time we hear about a pie supper uh, in the diary? Yes. I, you know what pie mm, suppers are. I do. They were very common, especially in the Great Depression, because number one, sugar was cheap. So that's one reason that Elizabeth is eventually going to eat a lot of sugar. But pie suppers. Yes. <laughs> you basically, you show up with a pie. You're a girl. Yes. And you make a pie and you bring it and you put it in like an auction. Yes. And then all the boys get to bid on the pie. They right. don't know who made the pie. Right. And now, if you're sweet on a girl, she'll probably come like, I made the key lime pie. Go vote on it. <laughs> and then you get to eat that pie right. with that young lady. Yes. So for Elizabeth to show up without a pie, she wasn't putting herself out there. Also, she probably didn't have the time or the means to make a pie. Right. And she certainly didn't know that she had someone to be sweet on yet. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that's real cute. But pie suppers are, are cute. They are cute. cute little ideas. Don't happen anymore, I don't think. Well, you see you should. see little representations of it. They're even in uh, the Gilmore Girls. If oh, any really? of people have listened to the Gilmore Girls, every year in uh-huh. this little mythical town, they do a picnic auction uh-huh. where a girl makes a picnic basket and you bid on it and you get to have a lunch with that okay. girl. So you try to. All right. yeah. So the tradition does kind of live on. Okay. It's kind of funny. Pie suppers. And then not everyone knows what Silas Marner is. No. So I kind of looked it up. Yeah. And Silas Marner is a novel by George Eliot published in 1861, Uh and the story is set in the early years of the 19th century in a rural village in England, and the main character, Silas Marner, is a weaver who Hmm. has been betrayed by his best friend Hmm. and wrongly accused of theft. As a result, he is excommunicated from his community and forced to live a solitary life. Hmm. He becomes a recluse. He adopts a young girl who's been abandoned on his doorstep, and he kind of redeems himself. So it's a story of love and redemption and out of everything bad comes something good kind of thing. What's that other book that's almost very much like this, where the guy gets thrown in jail and he comes back and he's rich and he takes revenge out on like the wife who left him? The Simpsons did a parody of it. I don't remember. Okay, we'll cut this part because I can't think of it either. It's not Silas Marner. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, so there, here she is already. Three days? in On the stage, already in a play. Right. Like, hey, you, grab this, I don't know what they wore in the 19th century, um, a little pilgrim looking outfit. Go, yeah. st- go stand in the back. I think it's adorable. And I did find uh, Bill Linder. Okay. He was mentioned in this. Bill Linder was born on October 22nd, 1914 in Bell, Missouri, and he married a woman named D. Matthews in 1935. They had two children, both were daughters, and one of them died in 1953 from leukemia. She was no. only five years old. Oh, my. 
And then he died unexpectedly in 1964 from a heart attack while he was driving to work. (gasps) So I hope he only took himself out and nobody else with him. But they Mm. mentioned in his obituary that his pallbearers were all friends from work. He managed a hardware store and the people he worked with cared about him enough to be his pallbearers. And that's who Elizabeth went to the pie supper with. That's who she ate a pie with. Oh. She ate a pie with Mabel and Bill Linder. So maybe Bill was sweet on Mabel and she joined them. I see. Mm-hmm. All right. And then Gussie Terrell brings her home. Oh, Gussie. So we're going to, Gussie's going to be here for a while. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to get into his life until okay. we uh, reach a point in his story when that is appropriate. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, Gussie's kind of sticking around. Mm-hmm. So there you go. November 24th, 1931. Went to school all day. Gussie walked part of the way home with me at noon. Had to stay after for physical ed this afternoon. Went home and mailed a letter. I was curious about P.E. in schools. Right. Because I kind of was surprised to hear that she took P.E. So I gave it a goog. Right. (laughs) P.E. was not wildly practiced in schools until the late 1800s. I'm like, late 1800s? I didn't even think it would be that soon. Sure, But in 1866, California became the first state to pass a law requiring physical education Mm -hmm. in schools. And by the early 1900s, PE had become a mandatory subject in American schools. (laughs) Energy. Kids, they got to get the energy out. I guess, yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Or just, I mean, because I guess they weren't as worried about physical fitness as we are today. Right, it was more like, where are those uh, people out? Right, I mean, everybody, I guess everyone has always kind of worked out, you know, taking constitutionals and little Mm -hmm. walks and things. But yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Cool. That they're already P.E. in. Interesting. November 26, 1931. Thanksgiving. It snowed from the time I got up until right after dinner. Gussie and Ray Wallace came by and took us riding. We went by his house. I met his mother. Okay. So when she says us, she's talking about her and Francis. Because Francis. Francis is going to start dating this Ray Wallace fellow okay. while Elizabeth is dating Gussie. We're going to catch up on some double dates. And of course, I found Ray Wallace. I do have a picture of him. Oh. The picture of is with him and his son from his first marriage. Uh-huh. And we already know this woman, but it's not Francis. So I'm not going to talk about who Ray Wallace married. We know her. Oh, yes, we most certainly do. Really? We're going to definitely meet her in the diary, and she plays a big part in it. Wow. Um, So, yeah, we're not going to talk about him right now. We'll cover him. This is Ray. But for now, Ray Wallace is dating Francis. Okay. This is all new information to me, too. I know. It's so much fun. November 30th, 1931. I've seen and done a lot this month and met more kids than I've ever met in my entire life, including one very interesting male. Have a better time every month. December 2nd, 1931. Walked home from school with Gussie today. After that, Francis and I went to town. Ray and Gussie came by, picked us up, and took us to Owensville to see the show. It was bought with Constance Bennett and Bill Leon. It surely was good. Gussie and I sat in the back seat on the way home. He kissed me. A woo-woo. A first kiss from Mr. Gussie. Mm. (laughs) December 7th, 1931. Bill Terrell walked to school with me today. December 8th, 1931. Gussie hasn't spoken to me since Sunday. Mm. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So Elizabeth is already eyeballing 
two different people. Bill Terrell is Gussie's cousin. And this is the first time we meet him in the diary, but we are going to meet him in several other places in the diary as well. Right. Uh-huh. But I will say, when I first looked up Bill Terrell, I could not find him. Yeah, I remember. And it was a really weird reason why, why? that I was finally, oh, I can't, I'm not going to tell you now. Oh. But yeah, there was a very interesting reason why I couldn't find him. And then once I did, I knew everything about him. Oh. So we'll get to that because it's just one of those weird moments in genealogy uh-huh. where you're like, why did they do this? <laughs> um, so stay tuned because we will definitely... Meet, but yeah, but December 7th, she's walking with a bill. Right. But Gussie already had stopped talking to her. Uh huh. So he's kissing her on December 2nd. Right. And then December 6th is a Sunday. So on December 7th, the Monday, one day that Gussie <laughs> hasn't spoken to her, she's walking with Bill. That's true. So funny. I just think that's kind of hilarious. Yes. <laughs> she loves the boys. December 19th, 1931. Went to town with Francis. Lillian came to see us, and we went to the drugstore. Cassie Ray and Pickles came around, and we went riding. Gussie brought me home after. December 21st, 1931. Got a letter from Daddy today. He's going to get a real good job real soon, I think. So I want to take a little break right there because um, now we have met a new character named Lillian. Yes. Lillian is Gussie's sister. Gotcha. So we've got a lot of Terrells here. We've got Gussie and Lillian Mm -hmm. who are sisters and their cousin Bill. And we're going to be seeing these names a whole lot. Mm -hmm. So I definitely will be putting things up on the Patreon pictures. Mm -hmm. I don't think I have a picture of Lillian, but I definitely have one of Gussie. And we can kind of start keeping these people straight. But that's the little Mm. family dynamic that she's hanging out with right now. Got it. Interesting. December 25th, 1931. Santa just brought nuts and candy this year. He's poor. Gosh, when the year started, I never dreamed I'd be where I am now. I hope all our family can be together real soon and Daddy have a good job. Mm, Things starting to sort of... Well, things are just, I guess they thought this would be a quick fix right. coming to Belle, and it's looking like it's not. But I love how she, or I think it's interesting, she goes, hope all our family can be together real soon. Mm-hmm. So it was Dad even home for Christmas? Was he just so busy out looking for work? Is Leon with him? I see. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's probably exactly. Leon and Daddy probably were gone is what she's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. December 28th, 1931. Gussie and Ray went to Kansas City. Gosh, I miss him so much. I wish I could see him. <laughs> so I don't know. It's Bill and Gussie right now. It's yeah, like a horse Bill race. And Gussie like, you know, Gussie pulls ahead, Bill pulls, Bill pulls back. Who, what's going on? <laughs> it's so true. Great metaphor. So she's wrapping up the year. Uh, mm-hmm. They're visiting family. She has an Aunt Grace that we actually will meet later in the diary as right. well. And they take a drive to Potosi where she was born and she gets to see her old house again. If only we could go to Potosi and see the house that she was born in. Right. Oh my God, Wouldn't that be me? something? Yeah. So if anybody lives around Potosi and <laughs> can do some digging, I don't know. Maybe one day. Right. January 1st, 1932. My, what a peach of a day. Marjorie set my hair for me. Jim, the darling, came down this afternoon. He drove Uncle Charlie's truck down to Flat River to get Kenneth, and we three girls went with him. He held my hand all the way back. 
We went back to his house this afternoon and played cards with his little sisters. He walked home with me. Gee, he's a keen kid. Keen kid. <laughs> and, you know, Jim's in Bell, Missouri in 1931, uh, a couple. Kind of common. Right. And the only way I was able to find this guy was yeah. because she mentioned he had little sisters. So yeah. I found a guy who had a couple of sisters. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, he had an older sister and two younger sisters. So he was the only boy of the family. Okay. And his name was James Ivan Johnson. And he was born in Bell in April of 1917. He will be a private first class in World War II mm. as a chemical engineer. And he will die in 1946. Ugh. And is buried with military honors in Bell, Missouri in the Pilot Knob Cemetery. Oh, wow. So I don't know if he died because of complications of whatever right. he did during World War II. Right. But yeah, he definitely died mm. while he was still in service. So poor Yikes. little James. James. Yeah. So if she had married James, she would have lost him to the war. Uh, oh, I know. So sad. He was exactly her age. She was born in 1917. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, April too. So oh, almost, yeah. almost exactly the same age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty cool. So, but anyway, that's one more boy in the mix. So, Jim, meet Bill, meet Gussie. Yeah, right. <laughs> meet Elizabeth. Yeah, we're Triad. all here. We're all here together. Right. <laughs> January 2nd, 1932. We all went to the show and saw the movie Monkey Business. Jim came and sat next to me, held my hand, and called me precious. Mmm, precious. I think Jim's moving kind of fast here. I mean, yeah, he's well. like, there, she he's was meeting too. the family. Well, I guess so. But I mean, I'm always, I'm like, okay, Jim, take a minute, uh-huh. take a breath. Yeah, right. <laughs> but hey, you know, another little sweet love coming and in her way. monkey business, Mark's Brothers. Yes. Mark's Brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Very Good, cool. Yeah. Inter- I got sucked down the rabbit hole doing research and actually watched it. You, you know, did? Well, parts of it. I Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. and funny slapsticky. Yeah. Just, I love the Marx Brothers. So oh, you typical do? Typical Marx Brothers. Yes, oh, I do. I love cool. them. Very cool. Very cool. Very mm-hmm. cool. January 4th, 1932. Started back to school today. Went all day. It was raining after school. I went to town with Lillian. We went to the butcher shop and talked to Pickles and Ray, and Gussie came down there, but no words passed between us. The old horse. Billy came over here tonight, and we popped corn and told fortunes. Ooh. Yeah, so Billy is uh, was interesting, because uh, she spells his name... B-I-L-L-I-E. Yeah. So I thought it was a girl. Right. And I was completely wrong. This is Mr. William Frederick Underwood. And he's Elizabeth's cousin. Uh, so because her mother is Bess Underwood. And he was born in St. Louis in 1918. And he lived there until his mom died in 1926. She died of nephritis. And if you remember when we talked about the leading causes of death in 1931, yeah. back in an older episode, uh-huh. nephritis was the second largest cause right. of death of Americans in 1931. Oh, wow. Um, so... Probably in 1926, too, but it's a kidney disease. Okay. So she dies, and then they, he and his dad moved to Bell to live with his grandparents, her parents. Okay. Right? His father's name is Fred. Okay. And his dad's a butcher. And Billy is going to be a huge part of Elizabeth's life in the mm-hmm. next many, many entries while she's living in Bell. So we're going to catch up with him later uh, when it's time to give him his proper send off. But we love, love Billy. We love Billy. Uh, Billy is. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Is the one of the sweetest people you're going to meet in the oh, diary. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, he, he's great. And his life story yeah. is really beautiful. Oh, I love so it. So I can't wait to Oh, I there. can't either. Yeah, me too. And one other thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and one other thing. She ends that entry with the old horse. I have a picture of her, and she wrote – it's a picture, I believe, of her husband, and she wrote the old horse on it. Wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Of your great-grandfather? Grandfather. Of your grandfather. Yeah. She wrote the old horse yeah. on it? Yes. I wonder why she did that. She used that. I guess that was her deal. That meant Her I, saying. But it doesn't One sound like sayings. it's complimentary. Yeah, well, I think she's just saying, oh, the old cad. You right, know, the right, old, right. You like know. teasing him. Making, yeah. You know, picking on him. Right. Oh, my God, that's Isn't so Isn't that funny? I'll show it to you. No, I can't wait to see. I think that's so cute. But she mentions that when Billy came over, uh, we popped corn. I love how she always says, we. she doesn't say we ate popcorn. Right. We popped corn. Right. Which I always think is kind of adorable. But she talked about how they told fortunes. Yes. And I bet you they were not talking about tarot cards Uh because that would have been a whole different connotation. Right. I mean, even still some friends I know today are like tarot cards. Um, Right. But you did a little thing about fortune telling cards. I think it was more of a game, uh, Mm -hmm. kind of, you know. But it was, yeah, real interesting. The design of them. Um, they look kind of like they're called fortune cards mm-hmm. and they came in little decks and you know they had little fortunes you're going to be happy or whatever exactly exactly and a lot of some of the time sometimes you could use like a 52 deck real cards oh. and like hearts meant them something and diamonds ah. meant, and that would tie in a lot to the tarot because tarots have four suites okay just like cards do so all right tarot has like the pentacles and the swords and the mm-hmm. wands and the one that i'm forgetting um the cups. And so it matches with playing cards. And okay. yeah, it's really cute. And some of them, if you look at, we'll have pictures of them on our gallery on the Patreon. They're mm-hmm. really cool cards and you can still buy them on like eBay and Etsy. And they're uh-huh. super fun. It looks like a great little game cool. to play. I know. January 13th, 1932. Went to town and to the butcher shop. We got a letter from Francis this morning and we let Ray read it this afternoon. Gussie acted so darn lazy last night, he wouldn't put water in the radiator so we could go riding because he would just have to take it out after. He's so silly. 
January 16, 1932. January 16, 1932. Fred took me, mother, Helen, and Dean to Owensville today. We visited Aura and sat around and played cards. I was hoping Gussie and Ray would come down, but no. So Fred is Billy's dad. Right. Fred Underwood. Underwood. And uh, yeah, I can't find out how he's related to Bess because I've looked Mm -hmm. up all the Underwood family in town and I just can't figure out how they're related. So they're cousins. I mean, they're probably cousins. Yeah. Yeah. So January 19th, 1932. Went to school all day. Went back early at noon and played in the auditorium for the kids. Went to the post office after school. No mail. I mean, no mail. M-A-L-E. Oh. Then I went down to Velma's. Francis was there. We ate supper and listened to the radio. Mother and the kids came down there, too. It's about time I'm getting a letter from Jim. I hope so. Anyway, Gussie passed us and smiled so sweet. Mm. <laughs> um, so she does. This is the first time we'll hear her mention she played in the auditorium for the kids. And what she means is the piano. Piano. Uh, Elizabeth was a great piano player, mm-hmm. and although she won't have access to one very often, when mm-hmm. she does, she plays the heck out of it. Really? And eventually, that... she'll as as she grows older, she'll play for bands at dances. She'll definitely play for churches. And I think once she's a married lady mm-hmm. and has children, she becomes the organist at the church that they All go right. to. So the piano is always a big part of her life. But mm-hmm. we learned in a previous episode that all the Hartzell family played violin and piano mm-hmm. and had music in their lives. Yes. And when she spends time with the Hartzells, there's a lot of music going on. Yeah. Which I think is pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. And then Gussie driving by, w- waving, being sweet. So Gussie had yeah. a car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. January 25th, 1932. I don't think I could ever like Gussie again. He's been so silly lately and wouldn't pay much attention when I was around. I was a fool and thought he was bashful. January 26th, 1932. Went to town with Lil got a pound of butter for Grandma, came home and helped to get the wood in, then finished my book, The Singing Fool, sat around tonight and told fortunes. I had to get my ring from Bill today. Mother missed it. I think I like him now. I can't help it. Elizabeth. Yeah, so it looks like Bill must work at like a general store or something, and they took Mm -hmm. a ring to be repaired. Okay. And that's how she's getting uh, to know him. Yeah, so here we are at the end of this episode. She, okay, who does she like? She likes Gussie. She likes Jim. She likes Bill. Bill. And is that it? Or was there one more in there too? I don't know. But I think we've got three boys in the running right Right. now for Elizabeth. But here she is, her family. Yes. Her family is settling in. She's in school. She's in plays. Francis already, they already have boyfriends. They're already double dating. They're going to movies. I mean, other than her dad being out of work, they're doing uh, quite well for themselves. Yeah. I mean, they have a safe place to live. They're doing great. Yeah. Sort of. As much as they can. Right. Yeah. So we'll find out in future episodes how all that's going. It's quite a story that we're telling. It's really. It's a story about so many things. Mm-hmm. It's a story about, you know, the loss that will happen with the Great Depression. We're not quite seeing mm-hmm. as much of that yet. We're just seeing the beginning of it. But it's definitely a story of family. 
It's a coming-of-age girl crush mm-hmm. story. I mean, there's so mm-hmm. many little bits and pieces of it, the l- little directions you could go yeah. every time you read these entries. And, and every time, I, as, as I'm reading through them, and I'm so far ahead of all you, you guys, mm-hmm. uh, just to see how she changes and yet how much she stays exactly the same. Really? I mean, really, yeah. she already had a real solid personality uh-huh. here at... 14, 15 years old, and yeah. it's going to stick with her her whole huh. life, which is really kind of cool. Yeah. But if you want to know more about Elizabeth and her adventures, please uh, stick with us. We are My Grandma's Diaries at all the things, at the Instagram, on the Patreon, on the TikTok. And if you're following us on TikTok, we're already way ahead of all this. So catch us up there and you can binge watch all of our shows. We would love to have you. And definitely, if you have any questions or comments, let us know. We are going to be creating some bonus content for you guys in the future where we're interviewing people and 100% answering your questions. So if you got a Q, we got an A. Let us know what's going on. How much do people pay for this uh well er- everything is free except for the patreon and the patreon uh, we have a only right now do we have the five dollar level and for the five dollar level you get all the photos that i can find mm-hmm. to put on a little gallery for you so you can put names to faces and mm-hmm. maps and we have cute little pictures of bell missouri right now that i can add and then every week mark and i do our best to go live on tiktok for about an hour we like to do things that elizabeth would have done in the 1930s we've made candy we've put up a tent uh we were having a a great time and we're going to post those lives on the patreon at the five dollar level so you can watch you can laugh along with us we're just chaotic and silly mm-hmm. and uh and that way you'll know if you have any more questions you want for us and that's five dollars a month so cool. i can't even get a starbucks for five dollars a month and good point not to mention pictures and bonus content so follow us everywhere follow us on instagram some of the pictures will be there as well because you know you shouldn't have to pay anything to enjoy the story of elizabeth right. just like we are and thank you so much for joining us yeah. today and catch us every Tuesday anywhere you get podcasts for My Grandma's Diaries. Bye. Fun. Fun.